الحمد لله وحده الصلاة والسلام على من لا نبي بعده صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن أول بيت وضع للناس للذي ببكة مبارك وهدى للعالمين فيه آيات بينات مقام إبراهيم ومن دخله كان آمنا ولله على الناس حج البيت من استطاع إليه سبيلا ومن كفر فإن الله غني عن العالمين وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من حج لله فلم يرفث ولم يفسق رجعك يوم ولدته أمه أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم صدق الله صدق الله مولانا العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الحبيب الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين beloved brothers in Islam, all praise is due to Allah Rabbul Izzat, our creator, our sustainer, our nourisher, the creator of the entire universe. And we send choices of durood and salawat upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Respected elders and dear brothers, we have just come out of the months and the days of Hajj. The first of Shawwal marks the beginning of the months of Hajj. Shawwal, Zulqada, and the first 10 days of Zul Hijjah, these are the months of Hajj. And many Hujjahs had presented themselves in front of Baytullah. And this is the yearning desire in the heart of every believer that one day I should also be able to present myself in front of Baytullah to fulfill the fifth pillar of Islam, the Faraz of Hajj. And very aptly it has been described as a journey of a lifetime because a person fulfills his Faraz Hajj only once, only once in his lifetime. And a person is eager throughout his life that when will I be able to present myself in front of Daytullah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept the hajj of all those who have performed hajj. And we are encouraged by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to meet the returning hujjaj. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned in a hadith sharif which we heard now, Man hajjalillah, that person who performed hajj for the pleasure of Allah and he stayed away from all types of obscenity, all types of sin. In other words, he performed a proper hajj. What is the reward? When he returns home, he returns as the day his mother had given birth to him, free of sin, sinless. Allah has forgiven all his sins. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi made dua, O oh Allah, forgive the haji. And for whomsoever the Haji makes dua for forgiveness, Allah forgive him also. That is why we are told in the Hadith, ask the returning Hujjaj to seek forgiveness on your behalf. Because their seeking forgiveness on your behalf will be accepted in the court of Allah. The Haji is forgiven, whoever you will make dua for will also be forgiven. In fact, in some narrations it comes right up to Rabiul Awal. Three months later, the Haji's duas are still accepted. So these are the chosen servants of Allah, who had represented us in the court of Allah. So the sunnah is to meet them and ask them for du'as. And the Muslim du'a that you have to recite when meeting a returning haji, قَبِلَ اللَّهُ حَجَّكَ May Allah accept your hajj. وَغَفَرَ ذَنْبَكَ And Allah forgive your sins. وَأَخْلَقَ نَفَقَتَكَ And whatever you have spent in this journey of hajj, may Allah recompense you. May Allah give you a good recompense for whatever you have spent. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had performed Hajj only once during his Mubarak lifetime. After Hajj had become compulsory, after Hajj had become first, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam only made one Hajj. And that was right at the end of the Mubarak life of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Only three months after the Hajj of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam had made Parda from this world. To be precise, 91 days after the day of Arafah, the greatest human being, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, had left this dunya. And during this 
Fair al-Hajj, so to say. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam had given many advices, as we see in many posters, frames, etc. of the farewell sermon. It wasn't one sermon. It was various sermons that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi had delivered at various occasions during the final Hajj of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And pertinent advices were given to the Ummah. So to say, final parting advices. Because this was the last Hajj. And approximately 100 over a hundred thousand Sahaba anhum were present with Nabi Sallallahu on that Hajj. So those advices that were given were the farewell parting advices of Nabi Sallallahu Time is short, we cannot go through all. But let us just go through some of the advices that Nabi Sallallahu had imparted to the Ummah on this farewell Hajj. And see how we can implement these advices. Perhaps we'll discuss two or three today. If Allah gives us a chance again, maybe some other time we'll continue further. It was the day of Eid, Eid al-Abha, Yawm al-Nahar, the 10th of Zul-Hijjah. Abhi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam delivered a khutbah. Abdullah bin Abbas radiallahu anhu is the narrator of this hadith. His khatabana Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Yawm al-Nahar, on the 10th of Zul-Hijjah, Yawm al-Nahar, the day of slaughtering. Abhi sallallahu gave us a khutbah. And Abhi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked the sahaba radiallahu anhu, ayyu yawm in hadha, oh my sahaba tell me which day is this? Sahaba replied, Yomun Haram, this is a sacred day, Yomun Nahar. Nabi asked again, Ayyu Shahrin Hada, which month is this? Sahaba said, Shahrun Haram, this is also one of the sacred months, the month of Zul Hijjah, from amongst the four sacred months. Nabi asked again, Ayyu Baladin Hada, oh my Sahaba, which city is this? Sahaba replied, Baladun Haram, this is also a very sacred city. The city of Makkah, Mukarramah, this is the Haram Sharif. Whoever enters, as we heard in the ayat that was decided, وَمَنْ دَخَلَهُ وَكَانَ amina. The one who will enter into the Haram Sharif, he will be safe. Nobody can harm him there. In fact, some Sahaba, if I, if I remember correctly, Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, that if I found the killer of my father inside the Haram, I will not be able to take revenge from him also. I won't be able to kill him there because he's in the Haram Sharif. Allah has said, وَمَنْ دَخَلَهُ وَكَانَ amina. Whoever comes inside the haram is safe. So this is a sacred city also. Thereafter, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions to Sahaba radiallahu anhum, فَإِنَّ دِمَاءَكُمْ وَأَمْوَالَكُمْ وَأَعْرَابَكُمْ عَلَيْكُمْ حَرَامٌ كَفِرْمَةِ يَوْمِكُمْ هَذَا فِي شَهْرِكُمْ هَذَا فِي بَلَدِكُمْ هَذَا فَأَعَادَهَا مِرَارًا Nabi sallallahu said, remember, remember very well, just as this day is a sacred day. This month is a sacred month. The city is a sacred city. But remember very well, فَإِنَّ دِمَاءَكُمْ Your lives, your honor, your wealth is just as sacred if not more than the sanctity of this day in this month in this city. The wealth, the honor, the life of every Muslim is just as sacred in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Sahaba Sayyidina Sallallahu repeated this a few times. فَأَعَادَهَا مِرَارًا Several times he repeated this the sentence that your life, your lives, and the honor, the honor of each and every Muslim is even more sacred in the sight of Allah. Do we take it as sacred that we run down the next Muslim person like it is nothing, talking ill about the next person, his honor, or we take a person for a ride, his wealth, the life of a person, does it all sanctity in our eyes? And to further emphasize this, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam on one occasion, Nabi Sallallahu was making tawaf of the Baytullah. And he addresses the Kaaba Sharif. That, Ma atiyabak, wa atiyabarihak. O Kaaba Sharif, how, how beautiful you are. And what a beautiful fragrance you are emitting. Ma a'adamak, wa a'adamak hurmatak. That how sanctified you are, how great you are, O Baytullah. And your sanctity is so great. فَوَالَّذِي نَفْسُ مُحَمَّدٍ بِيَدِهِ لَحُرْمَةُ الْمُؤْمِنِ أَعْضَمُ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ حُرْمَةً مِنْكِ 
Oh, come on, the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But the custom of that being whose hand lies my life, who is in control of the life of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the honor of each and every Muslim is even greater in the sight of Allah than you, O Kaaba Sharif. Even greater than the Kaaba Sharif, breaking the heart of a believer is greater than breaking down the Kaaba Sharif. So this was a pertinent advice the Nabi Sallallahu had given on the occasion of Hadrat al-Wada. The honor of every believer, the honor of every Muslim. And this is something that we have to be very careful about, especially in this time of social media. Where a person sees something on the net, he sees something on social media platforms, without even verifying it, and we are forwarding it to hundreds and thousands of people, least realizing that we are tarnishing the reputation of the next man, of the next Muslim, of the next believer. And here the Beast person is saying that the honor of one Muslim is greater in the sight of Allah than even the Kaaba Sharif. Continuing with the advices of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Nabi Sallallahu mentioned on one of his khutbahs during Hajjatul Wada, Allah, Allah, Tazlimu, Allah, Allah, Tazlimu, Allah, Allah, Tazlimu, three times. But listen very carefully, do not oppress. Do not oppress, do not be an oppressor, do not extort. That the wealth of the next man is not permissible for you except with a happy heart. You cannot extort the wealth of the next person. You cannot take something from the next man without him being happy about it. That is zulm. Zulm, zulumat, zulm, oppression will be a means, will be a cause of darkness over the day of Qiyamah. And what we need to realize that the curse of the oppressed person will surely, sooner or later will catch up with us. It can come in many ways. One example is when it comes to inheritance, winding up of estates, when we find one or two of the heirs deliberately go out of their way to deprive other heirs of their stipulated share by Sharia. Sharia has stipulated their shares, especially when it comes to minor children, when there are minor children involved, especially when there are females involved, whether it is the sister, whether it is the wife, whether it is the mother, and they are deprived of their rightful share, that is extortion, a person will be answerable for that on the day of Qiyamah. Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَأْكُلُونَ أَمْوَالَ الْيَدَامَ زُلْمًا إِنَّمَا يَأْكُلُونَ فِي بُطُونِهِمْ نَارًا When you are taking the right of the offer unjustly, what was due to him? Allah says in reality you are filling the fire of Jahannam into your belly. Allah save us, Allah protect us. So this comes under extortion, under oppression. And the person repeated this three times. Allah, Allah, listen carefully, do not oppress. Because what belongs to the next man, that is his property, you are not entitled to take it except if he gives it to you happily and wholeheartedly. Another example. Person has employees working under him, and now we are making them work overtime, but we are not adequately paying them for the extra time that they are giving. That is extortion, because he is desperate, he is working for you, he is giving that extra time. But are you recompensing him adequately? There is also person will be answerable. He works both ways. When he's an employee, he is using the time of his employer for his own things, then that is also extortion. For both ways, there has to be equality, there has to be justice. In Allah, Allah says that Allah commands with justice, and our deen is based on justice. So this was also one of the advices of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We'll just go through one more and we'll end up. We'll continue from other time, inshallah. Nabi Sallallahu mentioned, with regards to interest, with regards to riba, that whatever riba, interest dealings that have taken place during the time of jahiliyyat and ignorance, all that has been cancelled and obliterated. وَأَوَّلُ رِبًا أَبَعُ رِبَانَا رِبَا عَبْدَاسُ بْنُ عَبْدِ الْمُتْتَلِبِ فَإِنَّهُ مَوْضُوعٌ كُلُّهُ And the first interest transactions that I will cancel and wipe out is that interest that is being owed to our own family. That Abbas he was known, people used to take loans from him on interest. Nabi Yusuf said, the first interest transactions that I will cancel will be 
the, the interest that is being offered to my uncle, Hazrat Abbas, where in the case of others, only the interest amount is cancelled. The original loan is still payable, but when it comes to my own uncle, even the original amount is wiped out, wiped it out totally and completely. All types of interest has been wiped out and obliterated. Why? Because when a person is dealing in interest, then this is directly reading all with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah says in the Quran, if you will not leave aside interest, if you will not leave out interest and stay away from interest dealings, then you are you are announcing war with Allah and His Rasul Can anybody win such a war? A person who is at war with Allah and His Rasul Outwardly it may seem my wealth is increasing, my business is expanding, but that increase is not beneficial. It will only bring about a destruction. Perhaps you will not see it immediately. But sometimes it takes time. When a person has a tumor or a cancerous growth in his body, it looks big, it looks like it's increasing. But that increase, that growth, is, it will prove fatal for him. If he does not treat it in time, if it is not taken out in time, he may even lose his life also. So that interest, that growth, which we, we think is growing, but that is destruction, that will bring about problems, that will bring about worry and misery. Then a person thinks, why everything is going wrong in my life? Only to realize he is dealing in interest. May Allah save us and protect us. Everything that is related to interest has been cursed. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi mentioned in Hadith, لَعَنَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ آكِلَ الْوِبَى وَمُوكِلَهُ وَكَاتِبَهُ وَشَاهِدَيْهِ The one who is taking interest, the one who is giving interest, the one who is even recording the interest transaction, he is also cursed. And not only the one who is recording, the one who is witness to that transaction taking place is also a cursed. Everyone is a curse who is linked to interest. May Allah save us and protect us. These are some of the advices that Nabi Wasallam had mentioned in his final uh, Hajj, Hajjatul Wada, the final Hajj of Nabi Wasallam. Inshallah we'll continue later, maybe next week or some other time. Further with the advices of Nabi Wasallam, Allah give us the to make Amal. Uh-huh.
الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى صلى الله عليه وعلى اله واصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا اما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ان اول بيت وضع للناس للذي ببكه مباركا وهدى للعالمين فيه ايات بينات مقام ابراهيم ومن دخله كان امنا ولله على الناس حج البيت من استطاع اليه سبيلا ومن كفر فان الله غني عن العالمين وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من حج لله فلم يرفث ولم يفسق رجعك يوم ولدته امه وقال عليه الصلاه والسلام من خاف ادلج ومن ادلج بلغ المنزل الا ان سلعه الله غاليه الا ان سلعه الله الجنه او كما قال عليه الصلاه والسلام نسال الله سبحانه وتعالى ان يوفقنا كل خير ويرزقنا الاعتصام باوامر الله واتباع سنه رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم اقول قولي هذا ولكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب وخطيئه ശരിക്ക ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله ارسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا وداعيا الى الله باذنه وسراجا منيرا اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على سيدنا محمد واصحابه وازواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ارحم امتي بامتي ابو بكر واشدهم في امر الله عمر واصدقهم حياء عثمان وافرضهم زيد بن ثابت واقرؤهم ابي بن كعب واعلمهم من الحلال والحرام معاذ بن جبل ولكل امه امين وامين هذه الامه ابو عبيده بن الجراح وأقضاهم علي وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة والحسن والحسين سيدة شباب أهل الجنة وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة وظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا رضوان الله تعالى عليهم وعن كل الصحابة أجمعين الله الله في اصحابي لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعدي فمن احبهم فبحبي احبهم ومن ابغضهم فببغضي ابغضهم وخير القرون قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم او كما قال عليه الصلاه والسلام ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم انشر الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين 
اللهم انصر من نصر دين محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم واجعلنا منهم اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل آخرتنا خيرا من الأولى عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله العلي العظيم يذكركم ادعوه يستجيب لكم ولذكر الله تعالى أعلى وأولى وأعز وأجل وأهم وأدن وأعظم وأكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون Let's ensure ourselves are straight, standing shoulder to shoulder with our heels on the land. Let's fill in all the gaps in front of us. Somebody can come in. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Wala ilaha illallah, wala ilaha illallah. Asadanna Muhammadur Rasulullah, asadanna Muhammadur Rasulullah. Hiya ala salah, hiya ala salah, hiya ala salah, hiya ala salah. Qad qamat as-salah, qad qamat as-salah. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله غثاء أحوى سنقرئك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إنه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى وليسرك لليسرى فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصل النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي الصحف الأولى صحف إبراهيم وموسى الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين 
ഹമ്മദുല്ലാഹിറബ്ബിലാമീനുലാക്കിബത്തുലിമുത്തക്കിമുസ്സലാത്തുസ്സലാമുഅലാറസൂലിഹിസയ്യിദിനാമൗലാ